Esteem. Yeah. Praise the Lord. Amen. It's good to be in church. Church is the best place that you can ever be. The safest place that you can ever be. Do you believe that church is safe? I believe that church is safe. Amen. I believe the angels of God encamp around the house of God. Amen. This is the sanctuary. And you are the ecclesia. God's chosen people. God's chosen ones. And you are very precious to him. And you are very important to him. You are so, so important to him that God sends Jesus to die for you. His perfect life for your imperfect life, if you will embrace that. Can we say amen? amen? Are we in sync with God? This is what we are looking at this morning. Are we in sync with God? Are you in sync with God? Well, the world teaches evolution, natural science, atheism. We all know that. That's what the world teaches. We hear that every day. But the Bible tells us that people, you and I, are created in the image of God. We are more than and greater than animals. We are made in the image of God. We have His spirit, we have His likeness, we have His substance on the inside of us. And every one of us has a God-given destiny that you need to find out and you need to obtain. Amen. We have been given a will. We have been given a conscience. Because unlike animals, we are moral beings. And we've been given the will, the power to choose our destiny. There is a realm higher than the natural realm. It's called the spiritual realm. Or the supernatural realm. And in this realm, there are angels and there are demons. God's kingdom rules over all. God's kingdom is greater and superior to the demonic realm, to the world, and also to whatever people try to do. God's kingdom rules over all, is greater and superior to the world and to demons. It's very important for us to always remember that Christianity is not a religion. You are not in a religion. You are in redemption. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, that we have been redeemed from the curse of the law. We have been redeemed from the law of sin and death. We have been redeemed from the attacks of demons. God loves us. And that's why he has sent Jesus, our Redeemer, to redeem us. And we need to say so. And Jesus has redeemed us from sin and the consequences of sin, including sickness and poverty, and evil, devilish destructions. God is the highest, and we need to submit to him. We need to know him and understand him in order that we can work with him and not insist on our own way, and in order that we don't perish for our lack of knowledge. So ask yourself this question this morning. Are you in sync with God? Amen. If you were in sync with God, the good news is that then you will be in sync with his plan for your life. Then you will be in sync with his plan for your life individually and also in sync with his plan for your families, for your household, for your community, for your workplace, for your country, for the world. God has a plan. But it's up to us to choose to know and to follow that plan. There is a bigger network than the internet. Well, the internet is huge. Can you imagine one day when the internet goes down, 
all your money will be gone. All your information will be gone. The world is now talking about cashless money. It's talking about the government knowing all your money and can finish the supply of your money to you anytime. We're moving towards the control of the devil, but we're not there yet. So there is a network that is bigger than the global network, bigger than the internet, and that's the kingdom network. God has a network, and you and I are in that network, and we better know. So when we sing with God, and we sing with each other, we sing with God, and we sing with each other. That's what the cross is about. That's the vertical, and that's the horizontal. We sing with God, and we sing with each other, then great and mighty things are going to happen. We're going to have a great time. And we'll see the power of God displayed in our midst. Christians, we are the minority. And whether you know it or not, you will stay the minority. The crowd is always wrong. So it pays not to follow the crowd. In Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, the network, the kingdom network, Jesus calls it, seek you first the kingdom of God. Be hooked up to God's network. Be in sync with God and be in sync with all the believers. Seek you first the kingdom of God. God's way of being and God's way of doing and his righteousness, his way of being right, not our way of being or thinking or feeling right. And what happened? All these things, the Message Bible says, all these things that you're dying to get will be added unto you. The devil is trying to take over. He's trying to scatter us. Don't let him. The Christians must gather and not be scattered. Can we say Amen. Hallelujah. It involves being kingdom-minded, being self-sacrificial. Self-sacrificial. It involves being devoted and dedicated. With COVID-19, everybody is looking after himself. COVID-19 has caused people to be very self-conscious, self-concerned, self-protected. What about me? I don't want to get this. What about me? How many of you have discovered that with what COVID is doing to us, you want to be withdrawn. You want to stay home. You want to be safe. You don't want to be near anybody. It's breaking that human network. How many of you know that there is no life if there is no human network? Nothing works without human connections. So in order that we, to sync with God, we need to be kingdom-minded. We need to be willing to be self-sacrificial, not putting ourselves first. We need to be willing to be devoted and dedicated. We need to be willing to do life with Jesus, to do life with the Holy Spirit. If Jesus had thought like COVID-19, he would never have come. Because there's a lot of germ among us. <laughs> a lot of sickness among us. But praise the Lord, Jesus is not like that. Can we say amen? Christianity is about stepping into and living out of God's predetermined good and perfect plan for your life. You have a predetermined plan that God has for you. You are not random. It's God's way for us to live by the known and by the reviewed, not the unknown and the random. The world says we don't know. We don't know when is this going to peak, but we pray that this is going to die. <laughs> it's not going to peak, but it's going to die and fade out that COVID virus. Amen. So we live by the known and the reviewed, not the random and the unknown. It's so, so important that the church knows that. 
God has a plan for your life. God has a plan for each and every one of our lives. Amen. We need to know that. It's the plan of God for my life that defeats the devil's attacks against me. Because when I hold on to his plan, the devil cannot attack me. And we need to know that plan. We need to be sure and to trust God's plan. And that's how you overcome your absolute faith in God's word. That's what gives the devil no foothold in your life. Can we say amen? So stop doubting, does God want me sick? Stop doubting, is it that God has put this sickness on me? No, know that his will for you is health and healing. Protection, provision. Can we say amen? Look at Jeremiah 29 verse 11 in the NIV version. Jeremiah 29 verse 11. For I know, say with me, no. One more time, no. For I know the plans I have for you. God knows. But you need to know. You need to know. You need to know. You need to be very sure that God has a plan for your life. A plan to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. When you know for sure that God has a good plan for your life, then you will have no fear. And you will have no doubts. Amen. So grow in that assurance and in that certainty. It takes two to agree to manifest heaven on earth. It takes two. It takes two. How can two walk together? Two is the number of Jesus. Jesus is the second person of the Trinity. We are in 2022, the year of the Lord. So you and Jesus, both you and Jesus need to agree for heaven to manifest on earth for you. For his plan to manifest on earth for you. Look at Jeremiah, 20, uh, Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Jeremiah 33, the perfect number, verse 3. Jeremiah 33, verse 3. Call on me and I will answer you and show you great and mighty things which you know not. This is a very powerful scripture. God is saying, call on me and I will. Call on me and I will. Call on me and I will. This is absolute certainty, absolute assurance. And it all hinges on what? Come on, tell me, church. It all hinges on call on me. Call on me. Call on me. Call on me all the time, all the time, as soon as you can, all the time, as quickly as possible. Call unto me and I will answer you and will show you great and mighty things like healing, like deliverance, like provision, like divine orchestration of events, divine providence. Call unto me. Call on me. Salvation. Amen. Saved from difficulties and, difficulties and hard situations and circumstances. Saved, delivered from depression. Call unto me and I will answer you. Amen. Glory be to God. Active Christianity. Come on, say with me, active Christianity. One more time, active Christianity. All through the Bible, we have the assurance. We have the certainty. The assurance and the certainty of God, His word, His way, His promises, His prophecies. I can give you a bunch of examples and testimonies from my life. I remember when Sonny was in Bangkok, he had an accident and a lady was almost killed and surely God healed her and delivered us from all the troubles with the police. When we were in Melbourne, in a theme park, in the middle of nowhere, 
with a, 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 a what's that called, a rented car. Sunny lost the car key. <laughs> Surely, God took him back to where the key was, and he got it back. When my children were not sure whether they could get to do the courses that they wanted to do in uni, surely, even when I was in Taiwan, even when I was at the airport, surely God made a way for both my son and my daughter. The Bible is about certainty. It's about God's assurance. Can we say amen? Look at Psalm 37, verse 23 in the Amplified Bible. Psalm 37, verse 23. The steps of a good man. The word good means God. The steps of a God man are directed and established. Say with me, directed and established. We need to be directed and we need to be established. When you're being directed, don't just go back and forth. I've been directed, I've been established as a pastor for this church. Yes, there were shaking times, but I did not move. God kept me and God stabled me. Amen. Directed and established by the Lord. When he delights in his way and he busies himself with his every step. Don't worry about bothering God. God wants you to bother him as much as you can. He wants to busy himself with your every step. Can we say amen? He wants to busy himself with your every step. Your every moment, your every day is important to him. So how do I know that I'm in sync with God? How can I make sure that I'm in sync with God? Well, the steps that I take, the decisions that I make, when they delight Him, when they please God, I'm sure that I'm in sync with Him. Amen. How many of you want to be in sync with God? Amen. For the year 2022 is a new year. How many of you want your calendar? Or if you look at 2022 as a calendar with all the days, with all the time slots, with all the weeks and all the months, how many of you want to receive God's calendar for you? How many of you want to have God's events for your 2022 calendar? How many of you want to download God's divine appointments for your 2022 calendar? Amen. Hallelujah. We're doing that now. Amen. We're living in the time when the crowd, the voice of the crowd is very loud. It seems like that is the majority that wins. So are you lost in a crowd? Is it the will of God for us to be lost? No, never. You and I will never be lost in a crowd. Say with me, never. One more time, never. How many of you remember that it was God who found Moses when he was in the wilderness? It was God who found Naomi and what's the name of her daughter-in-law? Ruth, when they were in Moab. It was God who found David when his father would not recommend him. Say with me, I am significant and important to God. One more time. I am significant and important to God. He always Find you. You will never be lost. Never be lost. Amen. And you need to reject and refuse the desire to follow the crowd. It is important for you to explore and to find out your significance as a person. Amen. Believe in your God-given significance and work diligently with it. Life is a battle. It is. Life is a battle. 
Don't cry because you're in a battle. Don't kick because you're in a battle. Life is a battle. Okay? And we are born to fight. Listen to me, church. If you don't fight, you don't win. If you don't fight, you don't win. You lie down and play dead. <laughs> You'll be dead. It's very important for us to know. Amen? We are born to rise and to fight. Your body is made to fight sickness. Your mind is made to fight negativity. Your emotions made to fight depression. And your will made to fight captivity. Every part of you needs to fight. If you don't fight, you don't win. Are you being drowned by the noises around you? Distracted by the popular culture? Confused by the noises of the world? Having no bearing, no anchor? That's not a winning position. A ship without a compass can never arrive at the destination. And the Holy Spirit is delivering us from that position of lost this morning. Can we say amen? Don't live by doubts, guesses, reactions, darkness, and despondency. Don't live by what is negative. They won't do you any good. Instead, live by light, clarity, faith, the love of God, forgiveness, commitment to God's word, service unto the king. Can we say amen? When we talk about being in sync, we're talking about having a broadcast station. Above your head. Indeed, we have many broadcast stations. We are the receivers. We don't really have any new ideas. We are just receiving inspirations. There are actually many, many broadcast stations send, sending out signals now. The key is, which station are you tuned into which signal are you tuned to which channel are you receiving signals from your mind is a receiver how many of us have received thoughts lift up your hands how many of us have received ideas lift up your hands you are always receiving so it's very important that you have a future and you future out to reject all the noises and signals that shouldn't get into you to harm you, to distract you, and to confuse you. And when those signals come in, reject them right away. Rebuke them right away. Don't even think. Don't entertain them. Eve fell because she entertained those signals. Those voices. Can we say amen? If you look at John chapter 10, verse 27, John 10, verse 27, Jesus, the Word of God, is telling us, He said, My sheep hear my voice. Now you need to turn this into your prayer of confession. Your confession builds your spiritual atmosphere. Your bubble, your protection against evil. I have built my protection, my shield against evil with my prayers of confession. You need to confess that 
My sheep hears my voice. I am a sheep of the Lord Jesus Christ and I hear his voice. You need to confess over your years, your inner years and your outer years that you hear the voice of Jesus. You hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. You hear that all the time. You need to confess that Jesus knows you. You need to confess that I follow Jesus. You need to pray like this. I am Jesus' sheep. I hear his voice and I follow him. Jesus is my shepherd. I'm his sheep. I hear his voice and I follow him. I hear his voice. I follow him. I will not devote. Devil, I reject your voice. Get out of my consciousness. Get out of my inner being in Jesus' name. You have what you say. And you can say as often as you want. You can pray as often as you want. Jesus said, verily, verily, that's a plural. Because who is the one doing the tuning? Come on, answer me, church. Who is the one doing the tuning? You. You. Who does the choosing as far as the channels are concerned? You. What are crazy people? Crazy people are those that who have no control over their thoughts. Who have no control over their mind. And because they can't think straight, they can't choose what to listen to, they can't choose which channel to tune into, they lose their lives. So it's very, very important that we confess the word of God over our lives. Amen. My job is to hear and to hear intentionally. I hear to be and I hear to obey. I hear God so that I can be what he says I am. And I hear God to obey in order that I can get to where he has me to go to. Disobedience is rebellion. And disobedience will hurt you and those around you. Look at Psalm 63, verse 8. Psalm 63, verse 8. My soul follows hard after you. Your right hand upholds me. Now David is talking about he has made mistakes. You and I know that David has made some terrible mistakes. And he knows the importance of obeying and following God. And he knows, you, oh, you and I, we know that reading the book of Psalms, David is a very emotional person. And his feelings can cause his downfall. So he says, my soul needs to follow diligently. Needs to follow you with discipline. My soul follows hard. After you, your right hand upholds me. Widen the path under my feet that I do not slip. A complete and total dependence on God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Well, it's easy to be passive and lazy, especially during tough times. Everyone can give up. Everyone can surrender to problems and challenges. But let me ask you a question. Are you the everyone? Are you the everybody? Or are you the somebody that Jesus died for? Are you the somebody who is filled with the Holy Ghost? Amen. Say with me, I'm somebody. Not everybody. One more time, I'm somebody. Not everybody. Amen. Amen. You are somebody that Jesus has chosen. Amen. We need to understand that demons want to reduce us to vegetables. A state where our will is weak. We can't and we don't want to choose. We can't and don't want to make decisions anymore. Too busy, tired, confused. Pessimistic, hopeless, angry, hurt, frustrated, pressured, stressed to think, to make decisions. Let me just follow the crowd. Your spirit cries out, no. Your spirit cries out, no. 
Look at Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. Matthew chapter 11, verse 12. How many of you know that Jesus was the minority when he came? Wasn't he the minority? Yes. Matthew chapter 11, verse 12, the Amplified Bible. From the days of John the Baptist until the present time, the kingdom of heaven has endured violent assault. And violent, this is a pun, and violent, aggressive men seize it by force as a precious prize, a share in the heavenly kingdom is sought with the most ardent seal and intense exertion. That's Jesus. That's the Apostle Paul. That's the Apostle John. Peter. The kingdom is very precious, very expensive. God is not a cheap bowl. The kingdom of God is not a convenience store. So a casual and by the way attitude will never obtain miracles nor the blessings of God. If your thoughts are, if they come, they come, they would never come. You have to lay hold. Look at Amos chapter 3 verse 3 in the Amplified Bible. Amos chapter 3 verse 3 in the Amplified. Do two walk together except they make an appointment and have agreed? That's why you can see so many divorces. You can see so many breaking of relationships. Because if you don't cherish your relationships, they will break. If we don't cherish our relationship with God, it will also break. We have to make divine appointments with God. Schedule your God time in your calendar. In your daily calendar, schedule your God time, schedule your prayer time. Make appointments with God and also intentionally agree with Him as you read the Word of God. The Word of God is for us to make agreement with God. So you have appointment with God and you have, you have appointments with God and then you also have agreements with God. Amen. So as we do that, we keep divine, divinely orchestrated events. As we do that, our steps become ordered of the Lord. Our calendar becomes divinely, supernaturally orchestrated. Why? Because we have taken the time to wait upon God. We have taken the time to be committed and devoted we have taken the time to have the words speak to us. We have taken the time to hearken to instructions, corrections, convictions that prompt repentance and service unto God. How many of us have made mistakes? Come on, lift up your hands. How many of us have made mistakes? God knows that we make mistakes. And he has provided ways for us to change, rectify our mistakes. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. Amen. So that we can get forgiveness from God, so that we can forgive ourselves, so that we can forgive others. Can we say amen? Hallelujah. That's glorious. Amen. Why do we have do why do we have to do that? Because our mistakes will take us further and further away from God. And we don't even know. And we think that we're okay. Our mistakes will take us further and further and further away from God. Not only that, our mistakes will cause us to be more and more entangled. How many of you know that the mistakes that you made, maybe even two years, three years in the past, can be affecting you right now because you have not been following God in the past? You have missed out on Him. How many of you know what I'm talking about? How many of you know that our past and our present and our future, they are all interconnected? Amen. Amen. 
So it's very important that we go back to the right path. The Bible calls it the ancient path. The Bible calls it the path of wisdom, the eternal life path. Amen. If we talk about autonomy, which has been taken, a lot of that has been taken away now from us because of COVID, because of what's happening now. How many of us know that the most expensive gift that has been given to you is your ability to choose? Your ability to choose, your willpower is very, very expensive and has been given to you. The devil wants to weaken that. The devil wants to crush that. The devil wants to take that away from you. The ability to take charge of our lives is the most precious and the most important gift. Don't let the devil take your life and your willpower from you. All the noises, all the voices from the environments, the social media, the atmosphere, the lower heavens, seek to desensitize us. What is to desensitize means you are not alert to, you can't sense it anymore. To desensitize, to dumb us, and also to cut us off from the leading of God. God becomes less and less excited. Hearing God becomes harder and harder. You're hearing from your soul all the time. That's what the devil wants. The key is that if one is trapped in a maze, you must find your way out. How? By the scarlet thread, the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is the scarlet thread that can get you out of the maze from the pit. Life is in the blood. Where there is the life of God, there is the leading of the Holy Spirit. If you find that the life of God has been drained from you, and you're becoming more and more carnal, more and more soulish, more and more worldly, you need to go back to the blood. Life is in the blood. And where there is life, there is the leading of God. The devils can hang around camouflage around us. Devils come as angels. And it's very important that we are sharp and alert so that we can discern and we can decipher to pick up serpents. Amen. There is a higher hand that is leading you. There is a voice that is calling for you. Listen to that voice, submit to and obey that voice, especially when it's tough to do so. When it comes to serving God, I've experienced this so many times. When it comes to serving God, whenever you don't feel like doing it at that moment, just do it. When it comes to serving God, when you don't want to do it, just do it. When you find that it's tough to obey, tough to obey, just obey. Because the devil has a trap waiting for you. When you do that, God upgrades you. Amen. The key is, Christians, we must be stronger than our feelings. Can we say amen? We must be stronger than what's around us. Greater is he who is in me than he that is in the world. Let me ask you, where is COVID? In you or in the world? In the world. Where is sickness and disease? In the world. Amen. Let me ask you, do you have anger, hatred, resentment, offense in your spirit? No. Where, where can you find those feelings? In your soul. So does God lead us with our soul? No. God leads us with our spirit. Amen. Your will must be stronger than your feelings and your natural soul. Amen. That's what keeps our relationships 
faithful, our business fruitful, and our service acceptable. Can we say amen? When we come to uh, sing-sing, when we talk about are we in sync with God, how many of us use calendars? There are many calendars. There's the Gregorian calendar, the one that we are using. There's the Hebrew calendar. That's the Bible calendar. There's the Chinese lunar calendar. There's the Muslim calendar. There's the Hindu calendar. So which one do I use? Which one do you use? Which one is God's calendar? You need to know. When it comes to clocks, there are so many time zones. There are so many clocks. Which song am I in? Which time clock do I follow? Which one? It's God's timing. Go with me to John chapter 7, verse 6. John chapter 7, verse 6. If the word of God is boring to you, guess what? You're not in his song. And you need to pick yourself up and put yourself back into his song. Jesus said unto them, my time is not yet come, but your time is always ready. So Jesus has a time clock that he follows, which is not the same as the people around him. Go with me to Psalm 102, verse 13. Psalm 102, verse 13. Look at the last part of that verse. For the time to favor her, yes, the set time is come. Set time, the word set time means moed. Moed is a season. Moed is a God appointment. Moed is a God time. So lift up your hands once again and receive your moeds for 2022. Receive your moeds for 2022. We want, I want my calendar to be full, to be filled with God appointments, not rubbish. My calendar to be filled with God's appointments and not rubbish. I have no appointments with the devil. Can we say amen? Glory be to God. Amen. That's why the word of God says, redeem your time for the days are evil. Amen? It's so important that we have the appointed time, the set time, the prophetic time, the God moments, the right time, the right place, the right people. At the right time, at the right place, with the right people. We call that divine appointments. That's when open doors will be given to you. Can we say amen? The world goes by luck. We wish you good luck. We go by divine appointments. Can we say amen? The steps of a God man are ordered of the Lord. It's important that we have clarity and certainty. How many of us know that we can't drive without clarity? How many of us know that we can't drive without certainty? It's important that we have clarity and certainty. Purity gives you clarity. Knowledge gives you certainty. Purity and knowledge, they are so, so important. Purity gives us clarity. Knowledge gives us certainty. They work together. They are twins. Look at Psalm 16, verse 6. Psalm 16, verse 6. Read this together with me. One, two, three. The lines are fallen unto me in pleasant places. The lines have fallen unto me in pleasant places. God is ordering my steps. I'm in sync with God. I'm going where God is leading me. The lines have fallen unto me in pleasant places. I'm not living by luck. I don't go by. I certainly wish so. No. I know, and I'm sure. Amen. We are, as Christians, we are in a sure place. You are in a covenant position. It's not by luck. 
is not a random order, but obtaining divine providence by choice and by faith. Amen. Say with me, divine, con- divine providence comes into my life by choice and by faith. Amen. Look at 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 10. 1 Corinthians 14, verse 10. Just now I asked you whether you hear ideas or not. We're always hearing. Your ears are always open. So there are many kind of voices in the world. None of them is without signification. Everywhere you go, you're hearing. Everywhere you go, you're seeing. Your ear gate and also your eye gate are always active. What is that talking about? The noises answer to those who would listen to them and respond to them. When, you're, when you turn on your phone and you go to YouTube, when you turn on the news, your TV, and you listen to the, listen to the news, the voice goes to those who would listen. So you have to ask yourself, Are you listening to the world? Are you listening to devils? Or are you listening to God? The voice of God, the voice of the world, the voice of demons. We have to choose to reject, not to entertain. The voice of God, we need to respond and not to wait and not to ignore. Why? Because as we listen, we decode the voice. As we listen, we decode the voice. You you decode the voice to get the message, to release the power. There's power in the word. So as you listen to the voice, you receive the message, which is the word of God. And as you receive the word of God, you release the power that is in the word. Because there's power in the word. We are not like animals. We are not like vegetables. So if it's the word of demons, you decall his voice and you release his power to hurt you. If it's the voice of the Holy Ghost, you decode his voice, you release his message to bless you and to protect you. That's why it's so important that we hear the word. Faith cometh by hearing. Hearing what? The voice of the Holy Spirit. Can we say amen? Are we in sync with God? Are you in sync with God? Are you ahead or behind Him? Are you in tune or out of tune or worse still, tune deaf? Years to hear. This is the end time message for the church. Years to hear. Years to hear. How many times in the book of Revelation? How many times in the gospel? The end time message for the church is have years to hear. To be in tune, to have the ability to pick up the sound wave of the Holy Spirit and decode its meaning. To be in the song of reception and interpretation. Can we say amen? It has to be intentional. It has to be deliberate. It has to be a conscious choice. It has to be a priority, a discipline, and a lifestyle. I want you to understand that the Hebrews, the Jews, never had it easy. Read your Old Testament. I believe that because America was a Christian nation and America became so prosperous that all Christians, we had an era, we had a time of prosperity and everything becomes easy and comfortable and church becomes a social club. But if you read your Bible, in the book of Acts, the church was never comfortable. In the Old Testament, the Israelites were never comfortable. They were comfortable during the reign of Solomon and they fell right away. 
So it's very important that we understand this. If you look for comfort in Christianity, you've got it wrong. Christianity is not about being comfortable. Christianity is being, it's about being accountable. Accountable to God. Accountable and truthful. Accountable and truthful. And living a separated life unto God. We are called and we are separated unto the goodness of the Lord. Can we say amen? It's not a random life. It's not a life of convenience. No, no. Let me ask you, when you tune your TV, okay, let's say you have to tune your TV to whatever channel you want, what do you look for? Well, the colors have to be sharp, right? Yes. And the voice needs to be clear. And the picture needs to be not fuzzy. So the same way when we want to tune in with God. How do I tune in with God? How do I know that I'm already in sync with God? I can see the picture sharp and clear. I can hear the voice sharp and clear. I'm not fussy. I'm not confused. I'm not here and there and everywhere. I know where I'm going and I know who's going with me. That's how you sing with God. We need to affirm the word for the word of God to be affirmed and confirmed to us. Affirm the word for the word to be confirmed to you. That's why confessions, they are very important. Lay hold of the word for the word to lay hold of you. Listen to me, church. We are in a new season. We are in a new season. We are in a new time. It's going to be tough. There has to be a calling and a separation. It's going to be tough if you want to be one foot in the world and one foot in church. We need to be separated. We need to be determined to be separated. We need to be in sync in order that we can navigate correctly and safely out of the devil's traps and snares, out of the curses and the judgments of the world. How? By your calling and your separation. Can we say amen? You and I have to take God's will by force, even when we don't like it. And then the devil cannot take from you what belongs to you. When you take God's will by force, the devil cannot take from you what's yours. The move of God in our lives is not automatic. If you look at the ministry of Jesus, the Son of God, the second person of the Trinity, even his ministry was not automatic. His ministry was tough. Okay, he worked hard. The apostle Paul worked hard. By the grace, by the grace. We have to work hard, joyfully, passionately, thoroughly for God. Can we say amen? Don't, uh, can I say it? Is that okay? <laughs> Don't get your priority wrong. Don't put your business and your work above God's business and God's work. Don't put your family before God's. Seek you first. Seek you first the kingdom of God. And all these other things that you're dying to get will be added unto you. We must get our priority right. Parents, we don't follow our children. And our children will follow us. Can we say amen? Amen. Yes, there are oppositions. There are opposing forces in 2022. But that's when the church shows herself strong, more than a conqueror. What are some of the signs that tell me that I'm not following God, that I'm not sensing with God? Impulses. Fear. Self-defense, resentment, 
hostility, prejudices, pleasures, circumstantial, circumstantial situational pressures squeezing me to act in a certain way, the traditions and cultures that I'm from, the habits that I have, my inner world is still very confused. My inner world still has a lot of hurts and pain blocking the grace of God from coming to pass in my life. It's important that we be not ignorant. It's important that we be not unaware and unprepared. We don't want to be caught by surprises. Can we say amen? The flesh always wait for somebody. The flesh always waits for someone else to do it. Let's look for a leader. Let's get a king. Well, the Bible calls you a king, a servant, a judge. So what do we have to do? Rise up to the calling and be in sync with God. Say to the person next to you, rise up to your calling. One more time, rise up to your calling. There won't be another wake-up call. This is it. There won't be another wake-up call. This is it. Okay? We need to rise up. We need to upgrade ourselves. We need to kick our butts. We need to be spiritually intelligent, aware, and alert. We need to confess, we need to declare, to pray out, to prophesy, to intercede like never before. We need to build our inner witness, a knowing, a signal that I know and I know that I'm in sync with God and not out of sync with Him. The Bible calls it an unction. It's important for us to be on track, it's important for us to be in sync with God. Finally, what are the signposts that we are to look for, to know for sure that we are in line with God? Well, you read for yourself Genesis chapter 37 to Genesis chapter 50. Let me ask you, who is the one who was in sync with God in Genesis? Come on. The last part of, the last portion of Genesis. I've given you the clue. Who is that? Who was sold to be a slave? in Egypt, Joseph. He was completely in sync with God. He had the divine orchestration of events in his life. The higher hand was leading him wherever he went. Number two, he had provision. Potiphar got him out of slavery to a leading position. He had protection. Even when the wife of Potiphar was slandering him and trapping him, he was preserved and protected from destruction. God's favor never left him. The third sign, or the fourth sign, he had promotion. Supernatural deliverance and promotion. From being a prisoner in jail to becoming the second man to Pharaoh, the leader of a great country in those days. Divine orchestration of events, provision, protection, and promotion. And lastly, number one, two, three, four, five. A deep sense of mission. A deep sense of mission. Let's finish with Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. Genesis 50, verse 20. This is what Joseph said. He said, Genesis 50, 20. But as for you, you thought evil against me. But God meant it unto good. Genesis 50. Verse 20, the last scripture, Genesis 50, 20. But as for you, referring to his brothers, you thought evil against me, but God meant it unto good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much 
people alive. What did he have? A deep sense of mission, which is greater than himself. That's why God kept him in sync with his plan. Can we say amen? Amen. Amen. Let's close our eyes and bow our heads. Father, we praise you and thank you. We know that we are in the time, in this time of great shaking. There's a great shaking that is going on in the world. Amen. We know that. We know that the world is being judged for its immorality, for its perversity, for its selfishness, for its ungodliness. But Father, we praise you and thank you that your church has been delivered from your judgment by your mercy and your saving grace. So Father, we praise you and thank you that it's your church. We keep ourselves called and separated from evil. We always run to you. We run to you. We run to you. If you're here this morning and you say, yes, I'm running to God. I'm running to God. 